Welcome to It's a Slate of Mind with Allison Hazelden. This is the entertainment industry's video podcast, where we spark honest, unfiltered conversations within the community about things we're all thinking about, but don't talk about enough. I invite you to join my circle of friends, both new and old, as we tackle the industry together. What is up, my friends? I'm Allison Hazelden, your host, and today I am actually doing a solo episode on energy and how honing our energy can lead to better first impressions. Um, and this is a subject that I've had on my mind all the time. And if you know me personally, we have probably had a conversation about energy at some point together. Um, and I think for actors and for, for those of us in the, in the entertainment industry, it is even more important, um, because as I've said before, you know, so much of our personal selves and our heart and our soul, um, really are put into, into the work. Um, you know, even though it is work for us, it is our bodies and we have to connect to our personal thoughts and feelings and, and use that in our process, um, to do the work. And, and even beyond that, um, you know, love it or hate it. So much of this industry is based on who, you know, and the connections that you make, the friends that you make, how meetings go. And, you know, if, if you are not an actor or don't know very much about the entertainment industry, there are so many meetings. <laughs> there are so many meetings and just kind of like getting to know people, um, who you might be working on projects with or who might want to hire you. And a lot of that is, can, can be informal. Sometimes it's very formal. Sometimes it's very informal. But ultimately, you know that, you know, how that meeting goes determines your job or lack thereof. Um, you know, and we're in classes, we're networking, we're doing all kinds of stuff relating to meeting people. And the determination of those interactions can lead to great things or or lead to nowhere. Um, and so much of our first impressions of people and ongoing impressions is how they make us feel. And that goes beyond a conversation. That goes beyond anything that you are saying to them. There is so much that, so much communication is nonverbal. It's how you look and how you're acting, the eye contact you make or don't make. And ultimately, and what we're going to talk about today, um, is your energy and those vibes that you're putting out there into the world. So um, we're going to discuss a lot of different things about your energy, about other people's energy, um, about identifying how you're coming across other people and how to make sure that your most authentic self and your authentic true energy is shining through um, so that you can, can harness your powers for good and not evil, <laughs> so to speak. So we're going to dive on in. If you're skeptical about energy, I'm going to get into this in a minute, but I hope that you'll stick around, give it a shot, um, because I think there's some really good stuff in here, and I would love to have some conversations about people who are all about the energy and who maybe are not so sure about it. So stick around, stay tuned, and we'll have a great chat after this episode. 
here's the deal. And I know for a lot of people, the idea of energy and um, vibes and all of that seems like a lot of hocus pocus and is just a bunch of bullshit. Um, And I completely understand why many people are uncomfortable by that or don't believe in it. Um, But I personally believe in that sort of thing 110%. And I think even those who might not think that all of that is important uh, upon a little bit of deeper thought and reflection might realize that um, they have actually encountered some pretty powerful uh, differences between your energy. And one way to think about this, if you're one of those people who doesn't like to use the word energy or vibes, um, I would suggest that you just substitute the word attitude every time I say energy. Um, because ultimately, um, while I do think that those two things are a little bit different, um, your attitude and maintaining your attitude in the way that I choose to maintain my energy, um, there is a correlation there and keeping a good attitude also kind of helps keep your energy up as well. So, um, if you are someone who's skeptical about the concepts of energy and vibes, um, I hope you'll still stick around and listen and tune in, uh, because I think there is a lot here for, for us all. And this is another episode that I truly believe applies to everyone. Um, I'm going to talk about it in the context of the entertainment industry, but you know, this mentality and these practices are things that I use in every aspect of my life, um, whether it is in my acting career, in my career in digital marketing and SEO, or, you know, when I'm making new friends, when I'm interacting with my family, um, when I'm meeting strangers or interacting with people at the grocery store. This is basically just something that you know, no matter what walk of life you're from, what industry you work in, I think understanding our energy and how we interact with others and how our energy can relate to those first impressions and ongoing impressions is really important for us to to begin to work on and discover um, and understand um, so that we can harness that energy and and see a direct result in our lives. And I truly believe that, that that's possible and that understanding and knowing your energy and working with it in tandem instead of um, fighting against it or just letting it run rampant on its own can really have some positive effects in your life. So the first thing I want to talk about is our own energy. So the energy that you carry within you when entering a room can dictate nearly everything about how that experience will unfold because how you're feeling inside the emotions that you're carrying inside of you, uh, that translates, you know, from your heart up to your head and that will dictate where your thoughts go and your thoughts plus your heart and your energy will all combine and create almost a tangible feeling, um, that others can can sense off of you as they're meeting you and as they're sitting next to you. Um, so if, you know, that energy that you're bringing in with you is positive, then that's going to help push you forward. If that energy that you're holding inside of you is negative, chances are 
it's going to result in some negative interactions and experiences. Now, that's not to say that that's the case every time. I have gone into rooms, into audition rooms, into classes with very negative energy and somehow by the grit of my teeth have pushed through and managed to to get done whatever I need to get done. But I think, you know, you can, I, I, I encourage you to take a moment to think about a time when you have been in a class or an audition or a callback or any situation in your life, really, where you walked in and you could just feel like sunshine and goodness was radiating out of your soul. Um, you feel lighter. You feel happy to be there. You feel more confidence, more focused. You're you're happy to be doing the task that you're doing. And generally, those around you are happy to see you as well. And that experience typically stands out in our brains when, when we have those, those beautiful energy days. Um, and by contrast, I want you to think about how it feels when you know you're having a really shitty day. Whether there was a reason for it or not, you could just, everything inside of you felt like it was dragging, was weighing you down. Your thoughts were all over the place. You couldn't focus on the task at hand. And, you know, maybe you were distracted. Maybe you were sad. Maybe you were frustrated. Um, whatever it is, or maybe you don't know how you feel or what the specific emotion was that you were feeling, but, uh, that overall feeling, uh, was, was weighted and negative and think about how, how things went in both of those situations, how, both how you felt internally and how maybe others reacted around you. And I I really want you to, to have the time and to take, to think about those two different scenarios. Um, because, We've all had good days and bad days, so I know that you can think of at least one (laughs) for each. But um, yeah, so so that difference is stems from your internal state of being. I believe a hundred percent. So you know, and you can think about this if it's hard for you to, to place it within your own self. Think about it from the perspective of other people. You know, whether you're naturally really observant and pick up on other people's vibes easily um, or or, or not so much. You know, some people aren't super observant of the others around them. Either way, it's okay. Um, But regardless as to your level of observation um, and sensitivity to other people, we can all remember times when we've met people who were maybe just sitting or standing next to us or we met them for the first time, but we could so tangibly sense that something was off or overwhelming to them, or they were nervous, or you could, you know, like think about when you are sitting next to someone who is incredibly anxious, incredibly nervous, you can just, or or they're in a funk, a really dark place. You know, maybe you'll pick up on it immediately. Maybe it'll take you 10 to 20 minutes, but but we can sense that. And I believe you can sense that casting directors too, casting directors, directors, agents can sense that from a mile away. So, and, and, and the vice and the vice versa as well. If you are sitting next to someone, you know, I've had those moments where I'll be, you know, even just waiting for a doctor's appointment or something. And I can just tell that the person sitting next to me is just radiating warmth and happiness and they're having a great day. Like you, you can tell if you, if you care enough to pay attention. Um, 
And, and I think the thing beyond that, you know, cause a lot of times we're just like, Oh, that person must be having a shitty day or, Oh, that person is, is having an awesome day. Good for them. We usually just leave it at that. But the important thing to, to realize is that all of those things that we're picking up on about other people, all of those things that we're noticing about our internal selves on those days, it, it, it truly influences other people's perception of us subconsciously most of the time. Um, and it's just natural. It's, it's natural. If you are sensing someone is in a really negative, dark place, whether that's a very temporary thing for them or part of their greater personality, your subconscious is registering all of that information that you're getting about them subconsciously and, and storing it away. And so that energy, that mood, that vibe that you're bringing into the room, even if you don't say a single word, that is going to start being subconsciously registered by the people around you. And it might not even be until, you know, the next time that you meet or your name comes up in a conversation a few weeks later. And many people will, regardless as to whether you had a conversation with them or how it went, they will instantly flash back and and remember how they felt sitting next to you if it was really strongly negative or positive. Um, And so I think it's really important that that we're aware of that, that we're aware of what we're bringing into the room and that we're aware of what other people are doing as well around us. So it really, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so insane. I, I can't tell you how many times I have met people for the first time. And I just know that internally they are losing their damn minds. If you are stressed about making impressions on people, if you are, you know, really wanting to get this casting director to like you, if you really are are overwhelmed by, you know, your auditions that day, or if you are gripping so hard at the specific goals that you have in mind or the people that you need to talk to that day or things that you want to work on or improve on, all of that that's going on inside will show. It will show. People will notice whether you have, you know, your verbal cues and the things that you're saying on lock or you're sitting there quietly. I don't care. If you are in turmoil and there is a lot going on inside, it will show. Um, Stress, anxiety, even if you're just overwhelmingly excited about what's happening that day, um, you know, all of those things. And, and that's not to say, you know, we all get stressed. Many people are, are, are working through anxiety. I've had very anxious moments myself, you know, depression, um, excitement, you know, all of those emotions, they're all natural human emotions. We all experience them. There's nothing wrong with those emotions on their own, but when they are affecting your energy to the point where those around you are picking up on it, but they don't know what's going on and it's confusing their impression of you, that can be a problem. And that can mean that that your, your insides and all of the things that are going on in there within your little energy bubble um, can come across in a way that you're not intending to. And that's where things get really tricky. And that's where I've seen a lot of people 
really, really lovely people who, who have all the best intentions in the world. Um, they, their energy just gets off a little bit and it, it leads to, to misinterpretation of, of who they are, um, or how they're feeling or, you know, you know, things, there's a lot of miscommunication that can happen when your energy isn't matching who you are. So that's why I think it's really important that we are mindful of our energy, that we make that a part of our daily practices, um, or before we're walking into a room, before we're walking in to a callback, before we start self-taping our audition, um, that we check in with ourselves and that we are registering one, where we are in that moment internally, what our state of affairs are, and two, what adjustments need to be made, then learn how to make them and move forward with that positivity and that positive energy. So, you know, when you're going to a networking event or a new class or a workshop, what is going on with you internally? Have you ever taken a moment to check in with yourself? I'm really curious if I I would really love um, for you guys to share your experiences with this because I know for myself personally, when I was younger, I didn't even think about this kind of stuff. Um, I did exactly what I mentioned before, where it's like, yeah, I would notice about other people. Oh, like they seemed X, Y, Z today, or I would meet someone new. And even though I had a brief conversation with them, I was like, oh my gosh, that person just seems like the most awesome. They have a great energy about them. So I would, I would say things like that about other people that I would meet, but I didn't take the time to connect the dots and put together the implications, um, for myself and for my career. And that was one of the biggest things I learned and and really worked on actively during my years away from acting and away from the industry was understanding energy and, and, and how I was being perceived when I wasn't talking. Um, and I learned that it's important for me to check in with myself and to see where, how I'm feeling, how I'm doing. And if there are adjustments that need to be made, knowing how, how, and, and the proper way to do that. Um, and it's changed absolutely everything about my experience. I think, and it sounds silly and I mean, don't get me wrong. Good training is important. Making connections is important. Honing your creativity, honing your craft, all of that is so important. But if you are not centered within and your energy isn't balanced, then your talent and all of that hard work that you're putting in will only go so far. I I personally think that having all your inside stuff in check is, is the third most important component of surviving long-term in this industry. Um, and you know, don't get me wrong, a huge disclaimer here. We all have off days. Um, we are all going to go through hard times that are going to throw off our internal energy and, and that's okay. I, I'm going to have those days, weeks, months, you're going to have those days, weeks, months, and all we can do is the best that we can on that day, obviously. Um, and on another point is 
you know, we're not innately compatible with everyone on this earth and that's okay. So, you know, even if your energy, you're feeling good, you feel like you're radiating positivity, you're being upbeat, you're being friendly, you're putting out the energy that, that you feel is truly you. There will still be some people in this world who will not get it. They won't be picking up what you're putting down. Um, <laughs> and there's just going to be a little disconnect there. And in those situations, do not fret. That's not your fault. Um, sometimes we just click with certain people better than others. But um, yeah, so keep those two disclaimers in mind. You're allowed to have hard days. You're allowed to have bad days. Um, I hope that you work through them in a, in a way that's healthy for you. But um, I'm more talking, I'm not talking about the super hard times. I'm talking about the day-to-day. Um, because I think there's a lot of people who don't realize the energy that they are putting out there. Um, I know <laughs> I, I really didn't understand how people viewed me for a really long time. Um, because in my brain, I, I knew what I was thinking. I knew how I was viewing other people. I knew how happy I was to be in the room and how excited I was to meet everyone. But, and this happens with a lot of introverts. So if you're an introvert, I feel for you. Um, because I was introverted, usually when I meet new people um, or I'm in a new class or something like that, I am definitely an observer. I like to hang back. Um, you know, I still will say hello to everyone and give some smiles and be friendly. And and on my insides, I'm psyched to be there. I'm jazzed, you know, I'm, I'm really pumped. But I need to usually, I, I, not that I need to, but I like to take a minute to, to get the vibe in the room, to see how everyone's interacting with each other, to get to know who's who, um, before I really jump in and feel comfortable, you know, being a little bit more friendly. But I realized that I, even though internally within myself, I thought, you know, I was being cool and chill and all good vibes, a lot of people perceived my energy a bit differently and not always in the positive, upbeat way that I was truly feeling. So once I realized that, I kind of had to realize that I needed to break out of my shell a little bit faster. I needed to understand that I could still have that uh, observation period and I still could take my time to feel comfortable, but I needed to let everyone else in the room know how happy I was to be there and to see them um, so that I didn't throw them off. And that definitely took me a really long time to understand. Once I once I realized that how I was viewing my energy and what the real situation was of how others were viewing my energy, once I understood that and I understood the differences there, and I really paid attention and I got feedback. I asked people, I asked people, um, you know, people that I, I had become friends with, but I'd say, Hey, you know, when we first met, however long ago, what was your first impression of me? And I, and I really wanted them to be honest. And that helped me so much. Um, because, you know, yes, checking in with yourself is good. Yes. You know, making sure that you're doing the best on your end is good, but sometimes there are some things, some nonverbal things. Some, you know, if you're someone with a resting bitch face, like I can be sometimes, um, 
<laughs> knowing those things about yourself is really helpful as well and so on. Um, but anyway, it's really important that we're doing our best to make it clear to everyone, you know, who we are, what our energy is really like. So we all want to be, you know, I, I don't know anyone in the world who doesn't want to be, um, someone that others upon meeting are like, wow, it was really, you know, I had a really good experience with that first impression with meeting them. You know, you want to be whatever. And, and that also, don't get me wrong. Your energy is your energy. So not everyone is going to be that bubbly ray of sunshine where like you meet them for the first time and you just are overwhelmed with like peppy, positive, bubbly energy. Some of, some people are like that. And if that is your energy and that is what your positive energy looks like, awesome. Great. Good for you. But that's not the only kind of positive energy. And if, if your, your flavor of positive energy is more pleasant and calm and peaceful and warm and inviting, um, you know, you could still be quieter, but you have all of those positive qualities still interlaced and people are, are feeling that way after being around you, then that's also amazing. Um, so don't get me wrong, personality and energy, you know, those two still work together. So, so don't think, and this is something I had to learn myself too, is because I was so concerned that people were going to take my energy the wrong way that I overcompensated and tried to be super peppy and and that, honestly, to be honest, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I, when I get really excited about something, I do come across as peppy, but that is not my innate, natural, positive energy. I'm a little bit chill, quiet. I like to make people feel comfortable. But unless I'm super psyched about something that's happening, I probably will not be a peppy, sunshiny, bubble of joy. I will be joyful, just maybe not bubbly joyful. <laughs> um, and that's totally okay. Um so the thing is, though, is, you know, we all went head into these situations, into these settings where we're meeting new people with that positive impression on the tip of our tongue. You know, we want to go into it relaxed, open, friendly, um, casual, welcoming. Um, you know, we, we want to put out that beacon that we are an inviting sort of person and that we're open, that that we want to get to know others, that we want to build relationships, that we are someone that other people want to be around. I don't know a person in this world who doesn't truly deep down inside feel that way and want, and want that to be part of, of who they are and how people view them. But I understand that can often feel like a gigantic task. So how do we do this? Well, you know, everyone works differently. Um, personally, I'll tell you a little bit about what I do. Um, I meditate very often, sometimes daily, sometimes every other day, sometimes once a week, kind of depending on what I need. Um, and I, you know, this might sound silly to some of you and that's okay, but this is what works for me. I actively and sometimes verbally release the negative energy that I've been holding on to. Um, I will say out loud, if, if I am just, I can tell I'm just holding on to some stuff, some grudges, some junk from the week, some stress, and that I don't want hanging around my energy, I will literally say, 
I'm letting go of this. I'm letting go of that. I'm letting go of this feeling. I have no space in my body for those feelings, you know, because you got to let that shit go. And, and the way I like to think of it is the more negative energy I am releasing and letting go, the more space I am making for the good stuff. Um, I have no room for that negativity, but I have all the room in the world for positivity and for all those good, happy, lovey, juicy, good emotions and feelings. Um, I also have certain mantras that I use and I don't always say these out loud. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I could just kind of say them in my thoughts to myself in my head. Um, and I think I mentioned these before on another episode, but I have different ones and it really depends on kind of what's going on inside or if I'm going into a certain kind of event or audition or something, but I have a few different ones. Feel free to steal them if you want. Um, my first one is I have everything I need to do this. And that one just kind of helps ground me, keep me in check and remind myself that I've done the work. I've put in the time I've put in the effort I've trained. I've worked hard and I have all the tools that I need to accomplish the mission at hand, whatever that may be. So for me, that, that kind of reminds me, that gets me out of that stress and anxiety thought process, that fretting and worrying about what's coming up. And I can just feel comforted and confident in the work that I have done. And in that moment, I know that I'm bringing everything I got and it'll be how it will be. And that's it. Um, another mantra that I use is all is impermanence. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I have definitely struggled with perfectionism in the past and I have gotten way better at it. But sometimes I think, uh, we get so caught up in our heads about, you know, making things perfect, leaving a legacy, um, you know, trying our best because to make everything exactly how it needs to be, because that's going to be there forever. And so for me thinking all is impermanence snaps me back into the present moment, um, reminds me that done is better than perfect. And that, you know, in a hundred years, in a thousand years, nothing that is going on with me right now is going to matter. And that kind of helps me, um, you know, to throw out all of this stupid junk that is so small ultimately. And, and remember that good or bad, what I'm doing today isn't going to matter ultimately in the grand scheme of the world. And I, it sounds like it could come across as negative, but it actually is very freeing. So I hope that comes across. <laughs> and then, um, my last one is this one I think is more, it comes across as more of a I don't know. I guess it's like, it, it's, it still counts as a mantra. Um, this is one I learned from, uh, it, it came to me during yoga practice. I'm a big fan of yoga and this kind of popped in my head during one of my practices and I've kind of kept it with me ever since. And this is something I like to start my day with in the morning. Um, and before I go to bed, I just kind of think this to myself and take a moment. And this mantra is, 
May my heart and mind be open. May my soul and roots be grounded. And to me, this means, you know, I want to actively be making sure that I keep my heart, my mind, my presence um, open, open to others, open to my loved ones, open to possibilities, open to to new experiences, um, open to all that good stuff. And then at the same time, though, um, you know, I want my roots, my core, my my heart and my soul to feel grounded in the present moment and where I am in this life to feel comfortable and confident. Um, and I think that those two aspects, the openness and the groundedness really work well together. And it's just kind of, I mean, some people would call that like a prayer or like, um, uh, you know, kind of like one of those Irish proverbs or something like that, but that's kind of my motto and, and what guides me through each day. Yeah. So sometimes those mantras, um, are good little reminders for me. And, and I, I typically will include them as part of my meditations or, or part of my yoga practice, like I said. So it's not like I'm just sitting there, like repeating them to myself over and over. Like, I don't know, that is not something that I use a mantra for. It's just kind of like, um, just a nice little reminder in the morning or during, um, some quiet time or during exercise, something like that. And that has really helped me. Um, but other days I will set an intention for whatever that event is. Um, so whether it's a class or an audition or a meeting or a networking event, uh, I find, you know, if I have had a period of time where I, I'm really struggling with a certain thing, like, um, like in class, if I have really been finding that I'm way too, I've been way too serious and I am just so concerned about, about doing well that I feel like I've lost, you know, my why, or I'm, I'm feeling, you know, not as excited to be in class. I normally am on those kinds of days. My intention for that class is usually just to have fun. And yeah, I know that's crazy um, to some people to think about because as working actors, you know, we do take all these things really seriously. Like we're, we're investing our money and our time and we're putting ourselves out there. But ultimately, if you lose sight of, you know, the fun and the joy that you get from this craft, which I mean, I hope that you have fun and joy from acting if that's your profession or whatever your career is. I hope there's fun at the root of that for you, but I, you know, I find it's really helpful for me to literally the only goal I have in that class, like is to have a blast is to have fun. And that always helps me kind of reset with that. Or, um, you know, if I'm going to a networking event or meeting with a group of people, sometimes my intention that I'll keep in my head, you know, as I'm driving to the event is, um, my intention would be to make everyone in the room feel welcomed and special when they interact with me. And, you know, I know that sounds, it could, it can sound really dumb um, or really simple, but keeping that intention in mind, I, I can honestly tell you I've done that. I've gone to events and I've had an, an intention like that to make everyone around me feel special. And I will 
think it in the car. I'll think about it for a few minutes. And then while I'm at the event, even amongst all the hubbub and all the hustle and bustle and meeting lots of people, that thought comes back in my brain throughout that event where I'm thinking, did I leave that person feeling great after meeting me? Did I leave them feeling special? Did I leave them feeling welcome? And it 100% affects the way that I go about those interactions. And it reminds me to, you know, and it really doesn't take too much, but you just go a little bit out of your way, a little bit out of your comfort zone. And it makes everyone else feel so warm and so welcomed and so, so, you know, blessed by their interaction with you. And I think that's so important. And that definitely helps, you know, give that great first impression. It helps to send that true energy of who you are to them. Um, and it's worth it. I mean, it sets me up for success to like, you know, whether you're shy, whether whatever your issue is or whatever it is that you're struggling with setting an intention, you know, big or small and keeping that in mind during those interactions, I think can really help focus you and keep you on track to accomplish whatever your goal is that you want to accomplish. So the second part of this conversation about energy that I want to talk about, which is so important, um, is other people's energy. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a, you know, fully a proponent of the fact that, you know, just like your mom said, (laughs) probably when you were young, you know, that just because, you know, Jimmy is jumping off the bridge doesn't mean you have to either. And I fully believe that we have choices to make about how our attitude is, how we react to things, um, how we react to other people. We absolutely have control over that and we have choices that we can make uh, when meeting new people and interacting with people, regardless as to how their energy is, what they're saying to us, what they are doing. We are in control of our own choices and our own lives in that way. But uh, the other thing that I remember my mom saying and my dad saying is they would remind me how important it was to find the right friends. And this this aspect of this podcast um, regarding other people's energy falls into that piece of advice. You know, what energy are you allowing yourself to be surrounded by on a regular basis? And a lot of people don't actively, they're not active participants in determining the energy and the people that they have around them. A lot of people settle into whoever shows up, you know, like if you made a friend your first day of class and you're like, oh, well, I have this friend now. So like, that's it. I'm just going to be with this friend regardless as to whether they're a good friend or a bad friend or someone who's helping you or hurting you. Um, I know a lot of people who wake up one day and realize that all the people around them don't really care about them, aren't adding to their lives in a positive way. And they're like, holy shit, how did this happen? And I'm like, you chose to continue all of these relationships. Like we are all active players in determining who we keep around us and whose energy is surrounding us and ultimately influencing us. Um, (laughs) So we have that choice. We have a choice 
as to who we give our time to. We have 24 hours a day. And yes, I know we all have jobs and certain events and and certain things that we did not choose all the other people at those at those events or at those commitments. But we do have a choice in all the rest of our day as to who we are spending our time with. And even in those situations where you're not, um, you know, it's, it's work or something. If there's someone there who is super negative and is dragging you down all day, you, I, I can guarantee you, can find some ways to limit your interactions with them or limit and be very aware when you have interactions with them so that their bad vibes are not rubbing off on you. So, you know, I mean, geez, we're going (laughs) to, we all are going to come across enough unsolicited negativity in this life. You know, we have all those moments where you are just dive bombed by a super negative Nancy and we never see it coming. That will happen to us all. And it happens all the time. So with that in mind, with all the unsolicited negativity we have in this world, it's so important to make sure that the people that you choose to give your time to are lifting you up, are boosting you up, are making you feel great about yourself and are encouraging you to go farther, to do more, are encouraging you to get closer to your dreams and and are there cheering you on and are adding to your lives in a positive way. And I hope that you would do the same for them. Um, But it is just, I've I've noticed such a, a massive shift in my own life. I have put this into practice where I really take the time to consider, you know, I, and I and I don't just brush it off. I think a lot of us are are far too kind in that way, um, or we think that it's us being kind. I think, you know, it, it's actually pretty harmful to ourselves um, while we think that we're being kind to others. But a lot of people will say, "Oh, that's just how," like, "Oh, that's just how Nancy is," you know. Nancy just, that's just how she is. And she's my friend. So I'm just going to let her be a little energy vampire. Um, which by the way, energy vampires, if you don't know (laughs) what that term is, um, energy vampires kind of suck the life out of you. They make you feel drained or anxious, or you end up feeling badly about yourself after hanging out with them or spending time with them. Uh, If you consistently notice that after hanging out with a person that you know, you're feeling like that and you didn't feel like that when you started the coffee date or the interaction, then they are probably an energy vampire and they are probably sucking out all of your good vibes and trading you for all their bad vibes. Um, And I, you know, we just don't, there are a lot of great people in the world who are not energy vampires. So I would highly suggest getting rid of those energy vampires um, and replacing them with really kind, positive people who who want to see you happy. And um, that's not going to be an energy vampire. <laughs> but yeah, I I have gotten really good about realizing that you know me not tolerating energy vampires and. And me choosing to not spend a lot of time with people who are like that, that's not me being mean. That's not me being a bad person. That's me taking care of me. I, I view that as, as self-care. Um, 
if you can recognize that a person in your life is draining you in that way, you either need to have a really good chat with them. If you're good enough friends with them that you can have that chat, have a chat with them. Try to get to the bottom of that and see if they can adjust accordingly. Um, if not, or if it's someone that, you know, you aren't really close friends with them and it's it's probably just better to avoid that person or at least just avoid spending an excessive amount of time with them. Um, because ultimately, man, we are the keepers of our own success and future. And there is nothing wrong with making sure that your environment and that the people around you are, are on your team because there's a lot of people out there who are not going to be on your team. And so we need to have a really stacked team. We need to have like, you, you need to basically have the Avengers. Like we all need to work on finding our own Avengers team um, to have our backs. And I, I encourage you to also be an advocate for your friends. Be there. Step up. Show up. If they're having a bad day, share your good vibes with them. Share your positive energy. And 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 know that they will do the same for you when you need it. Um, yeah, but it's just being aware of your own energy and others goes a long freaking way, man. All right, pals. That is it for episode five of It's a Slate of Mind. We covered a lot in that conversation or one-sided conversation, I guess, between me and you. And I I really hope it was useful for you. I hope it got the wheels turning. If this is something that's new for you, I hope it was beneficial and maybe opened your eyes to a new way of thinking about things and a new way of thinking about how we interact with the world and with each other. Um, I know it's something that's a work in progress, I, but I promise you, you know, doing those check-ins with yourself and getting better acquainted to how you react in certain situations at certain events or around certain people, just getting more familiar with that, whatever you decide to do with that information, I think will be really beneficial to you and will hopefully help you to navigate some of those situations in in a better way in the future and in a way that's more positive and potentially successful for you and your career and your relationships, um, whether they are personal relation, personal relationships or professional ones. Um, I wish you all the best on this journey. Uh, I would love to hear from you if this is something that you have a lot of experience with working with your own energy and putting out those good vibes, or if you um, were inspired by this episode to get better acquainted with your energy. Um, I would love to hear from you. Pop over on the Instagram, leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, I want to know what is the biggest challenge for you regarding energy and getting others to understand where you're coming from with your energy and who you are. Um, Because I know I have certain things that are hard for me, but I would love to know um, how that might be similar or different to you. So if you feel like sharing, I would love to hear from you. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, please throw us some stars. We love those five stars. Leave us a comment and 
um, share with a friend who might benefit from this episode. Well, friends, that's it for this week's episode of It's a Slate of Mind. I'm Allison Hazelden, and thank you for joining us. See you next time.